Oh, hey, didn't see you there. Welcome to Secondary Fermentation, episode number 65. Swiggity 12, 65. <laughs> not, did we do that for 55? Too? I don't know if I did it for 55. I no. think that's when I first heard you say it, because I hadn't heard the original source, but... That's, you know, yeah. that's getting into the vintage 55. of, uh, you know, viral videos. Lauren, did you ever see 55? I don't think so. Oh, you're missing out. Gold. Where is that from? Oh, it just was one of those like early viral internet videos. But uh, <laughs> way back, you know, you had to be an OG for it. I mean, I'm old. I'm the oldest one in this room. <laughs> yeah. So in theory, you should have seen it. Yeah. Then. So. Yeah. yeah, I saw that. <laughs> what did I say? You're a normie. <laughs> <laughs> You're a normie. Uh, but anyway, this is secondary fermentation. Like I said, episode number 65. You've got Joe, one of your hosts. We're also joined by Nick and Lauren and. <laughs> baby hanging out keeping us in check uh we're back and it is smack dab in the middle of oktoberfest the real one and just local oktoberfest what do they say Ozopt is that's what they do when they sm- tap the first keg i don't know what it means i didn't look it up but Prost. i think maybe it means on it is or something i don't know but yeah mm, we're here yeah one year ago we were in germany traveling around I'm sad that we're not here now. Getting COVID. Getting, um, getting, I think I swear we got it on the plane back, but because there was that lady that kept coughing. And now you're here in Greenville and you've got a baby. Yep. We don't have COVID. How our life has COVID. declined. <laughs> trade, your, trade your COVID for a what? baby. <laughs> Joseph. Well, I was just kidding. That was a, that was no. a was slight a reaction joke. on my part. I don't think I heard you at first. Or maybe Jeez. I couldn't believe what you said, so I just Exactly. The audacity. It. it is tapped is what Ozoft is means. It is tapped. It is tapped. Very literal. <laughs> Taps the keg and says, it is tapped. <laughs> I have oh. now tapped a keg. I have now tapped a keg. But yeah, we yeah. had a uh, tapped... Mertzen at Local Oak last weekend mm-hmm. at the uh, Winterville Oktoberfest. Well, I guess it's two separate Oktoberfest, but... Nice little cask. Yeah. Cask Mar- Mertzen. Nice. Always nice to see the... What do they call the... Is there a name for the mallet they use to tap the cask? I don't know. Yeah. The one at Local Oak says Sean on it. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is Sean Mallet. This is Sean. But I, I don't know what it is. It's a, you know, very, it's like a bell kind of a shaped thing, like a handbell. Uh, but interesting. Tapped like a pro. Then we went, yep. enjoyed the libations of Oktoberfest there and at Naughty Dog as well. Just had several good beers. Uh, but, you know, we're, we're back. We're post that. And. There's a few other Oktoberfests going around in Greenville and the surrounding areas as well. We've got uh, Pitt Street Brewing Company coming up on September 30th. What else we got? Tapped also on Friday. The 29th of September. The 29th. Interesting. That, yeah, I mean, not too many do it on a Friday, but they, they're not a traditional brewery. or Mm-mm. They don't have like a beer garden. They have more of an outdoor patio and, yeah. or a tap, tap room. room. So they're doing a lot of the festivities and games and having a lot of those beers on tap. <laughs> at tapped <laughs> tapped at tapped but yeah it should be an interesting one to check out maybe if we uh don't have plans friday and then come october we've got two more that coincide on the same day that are within a reasonable distance we've got casita brewing company's oktoberfest in wilson on october 14th and uh just saw a reminder today about 
Deep River Brewing Company in mm. Clayton, North Carolina. Yeah. Holding it the same day, October 14th. Been a while since we've been there. Yeah. I think the last time we went there was uh, summerish time yeah. of year. So we stopped you know. at that other brewery too. Jayco. Yeah. It, Joko. Joko, yeah. Johnson County Brewery. Let's go back to Clayton. Yeah. It's it was cool. cool. It was a good, good vibe. But tonight we're having our own mini Oktoberfest here. Uh, we are doing an, a fest beer showdown. I guess you could call it uh, basically an excuse for us to try uh, <laughs> some of our favorite style. You know, the, it's the a fest tasting. It's a great style. So it's classy. <laughs> yes, it's a tasting. <laughs> so we've got five beers lined up in front of us. Uh, various North Carolina brewery uh, fest beers. First up on the list, we've got a beer from Mason Jar, and then we go to Highwire. What Fun Guys uh, Brewery Bavana, and then what's the last brewery? Dirtbag Ales, which Dirt actually is a, it's a collab ale. Ooh. That one will be interesting to talk about. So. Okay, cool. Dirtbag. Yeah, first one up. <laughs> <laughs> you calling Owen a dirtbag? Wow. No. He's not even a teenager. He's not even a teenager yet. I know. But he's so He's cute. not even a teen month. Look at him. Look at he him. will oh. be three months on Friday. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I want to be here. Nope. Only no, sir. 15 years and nine months until you can start driving mom and dad home. I thought you said until you can start drinking. I was like, wait, <laughs> what? That like, doesn't check out. Nick, that's a little presumptive for you to make those uh, decisions for us. <laughs> well, I mean, I'd imagine you'd like your own DD, right? Yes, DD. And- yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the Mason Jar Tavern is in Fuquay, Verena, North Carolina. They, I think notably, I feel like I usually have loggers from them. So this would be interesting to have... They're Meritzen lager. Yeah. And are, now that, that you say that, are they lager-focused brewery? Well, it does say the Mason Jar Lager Co. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would check out, wouldn't it? That's but, so uh, weird that they would serve lagers. Yeah. They're not slinging hazies, you know. Big surprise here. <laughs> Big surprise here. Notably, they have the SRM on the can. It says it's a 9.8 SRM. 9.8? So, Isn't it is, great? Of course, from the BJCP for the standard reference, no. Method. Standard, standard. reference method, ah, yes. Where That's they correct. use refractive spectrometry to determine, I believe. So we've got the 9.8 SRM for this beer and only 5.3% ABV right on right on par with uh, that style. So let's get a crack. One for me. Oh, and just as a side note, the SRM goes from 1 to 40. So 9.8 is pretty low. Yeah, I guess relatively. You're getting into that kind of uh, amber, copper color. One for Joe, one for Elsie, and one for Owen. Okay. Beautiful. And we've got a nice looking beer here. Very clear. And it's kind of a nice amber color. Oh, yeah. Owen agrees. He does. He's like, mmm. Which I would have thought this would have been a little darker on the SRMs. It kind of looks like um, Maybe it's watered down sweet tea. Watered down sweet tea. You know, like that. You get that sweet tea from... Bojangles, it's been sitting in a cup uh-huh. for too long. The ice is all melted, and now you got some watery sweet tea. 
I can actually, yep. I can see that. It's a really good comparison. Yeah, not a lot order. of like I've got some like loose foamy bubbles, but no real head like retention at all. No. Yeah, once I poured it, it almost went still immediately for me, and I can't really even aggravate much head. So it's so aggravated. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but very clear. It's got that nice, clear amber, kind of coppery color. Super malty nose. Oh, yeah. It's like... Very caramel. Kind yeah, of, very it, sweet smelling. Like It yeah. reminds me, if you've ever brewed with... Like, if you've ever done extract brewing, like, it kind of smells like just straight malt extract. Hmm. Yeah, it's, um... Sweet. Caramely. A little bready, but it lends itself much sweeter than anything for my palate. Yeah, it's, I'm, I'm surprised as well. Just pulling up BJCP for a, a refresher. Mm, that's good. Yeah, so last year we did sort of a Meritzen versus Fest beer, the two main Oktoberfest styles you'll see. Uh, kind of a side-by-side analysis of those styles um the the Meritzen, so it's going to be the darker of the two oktoberfest beers uh like we mentioned that srm for this one is 9.8 so it's darker it's a little more of an amber brownish coppery color in that range some will be a little bit lighter than that but um you know pretty moderate as far as abv but then you've got a little more perceived hop aroma and hop flavor but it's not overly bitter Mm -hmm. but they use a lot of those german noble hops to really elevate the uh the the nose i think for the merits and compared to the fest beer so on of this one though i'm not really getting a ton of like malt or uh, sorry hop hop character in the nose it's just really sweet like aggressively Mm -hmm. sweet um yeah i think it's really where it balances is, is like fest beers are generally more intense from compared to like a hellas but uh lighter than a Mertzen or so but this one kind of leans mm-hmm. more towards like rich maltiness less a little bit of that dry hop right flavor you know that i'm i'm thinking of but still pretty tasty beer yeah just a little different flavor profile than i expected and it's pretty smooth the mouth feels kind of silky medium body medium to light body it's yeah. not really heavy drinking at all and it's only you know 5.3 percent so Really still a crushable beer. If, you're, if your eyes get past the darkness of it, which it's not even that dark, but compared to most lagers, mm-hmm. it's a little little darker. Did we save some from the end so we can, like... Okay, good. We got a splash, just in case we need to refresh if we're, if we're de- declaring a winner later. Yeah, well, that's a smart idea to save a little bit. Save a little bit. But, uh, yeah, pretty decent start. This one was the only 12-ounce can we had. Yeah. <laughs> so... The rest ones are big boys. I have a little more boys. to share, but interested to see how it'll stack up. Like I said, we do have, you know, kind of a mix here of Meritzens and, you know, Fest beers. So should be an interesting lineup. And um, they're all NC based, which is mm-hmm. pretty cool. So, Elsie, if you can stretch your memory back to the days roaming the beer tents in Germany, what would you say? How would this compare? It tastes like um, one of those beers that we got in one of those tents. Mm. <laughs> one of those beers we got in one of those tents. Mm-hmm. You heard it, heard it here first, folks. They all ran together, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. They do. 
Yeah, I think Augustiner was my favorite beer. Have you guys heard of Not Augustina Burns Red? <laughs> Which one was that one? Augustina Burns Red. Which tent was that? That was the one that we were at where we met our friends. Which friends? The old ones. We made so friends, many friends along the way. The older ones. Arturo or the old ones? The old ones. Oh, yeah, I like their beer. Yeah. Well, that was the one that was, they were cracking, they just kept crap, cracking big old casks. Bam, bam. That's pretty cool. But yeah, so that was the Mason Jar Fest beer. Let's we'll go ahead and rinse our glasses out and go for the next. All right, so next up on the line, next up on the lineup, <laughs> we got Zirkus Fest Oktoberfest from Highwire. So Highwire, I mean, centrally located in everywhere in North Carolina. Yeah, <laughs> I believe they started in Asheville and then they moved to Durham, Wilmington. Raleigh, do they have a oh, do, maybe. do they have a tap room in Raleigh, or am I That's making that question. up? But they've yeah they've been popping around. They really span from west to east in North Carolina, which is pretty cool. Nope, and actually, Durham. they've moved up into a different state even. Yes, is it Ohio? Something like that. Yeah, we'll check that out real quick. We'll get back to you. Um, but this one uh, is their Cincinnati. Cincinnati, I need yep. Yeah. So and it's not. It's just Durham. It's not Raleigh. Okay. So we got Asheville, Durham, Wilmington, Wilmington and Cincinnati. Yeah, I think there's yeah. two. And wasn't there two locations in Asheville? There's the South Slope, South Slope and then Slope another. And, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so they're kind of all over the place now. They're kind of all over the place now. They're pretty widely available in in North Carolina. And uh, where I think we picked this one up. Uh, I think I grabbed it at the old Harris Teeter. That's nice that you can actually get high wire in grocery stores. It's pretty available, no matter mm-hmm. where you are. Yeah. Yeah. I know I've had this one before. I think recently, actually, you gave me a can of this, but um, it's a pretty good one. So I'm going to try to go in with just a blind... Blank mindset. Blind, blank mind here. Wipe the slate clean. All right. So, a little lighter in color on this one. Definitely more pale. It's got more of a straw hue to it versus like a deep amber color. Equally clear. Pretty good head retention on this. Got probably maybe a quarter of an inch of foam just persisting on top of this this beer. And a nice rise of bubbles. I don't know. There's something just quite so satisfying about watching mm. bubbles come off the bottom of the glass and just float to the top. The effervescence is effervescence. sure to quench your thirst. Yes. Acquiesce to the effervescence. Acquiesce. <laughs> yeah, this one definitely has a little more head retention, though, than the last one. So mm-hmm. that's a striking difference. Plus, you mentioned the lighter color. A little lower SRM, but... You know, this one I think is more of a fest beer style than a Meritzen. So was that the last one a Meritzen or was it a? It was a Meritzen Lager, the first one we had. So oh, okay. I thought it was a fest beer, but it just says Oktoberfest Meritzen, gotcha. right? Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This one definitely drier finish, more hop character for sure. Less malty on the nose. Hundo P. Yeah, it just has more of a clean slash neutral smell. Um, yeah. And I think that's where this one is definitely more crushable because that and that's kind of the 
Festbeer vibe, right? You know, if you're getting a liter moss of, uh, you know, beer at a rip, you're going to want something that you can kind of crush and not feel so full, mm-hmm. even though you're going to feel full because you just drank a liter of beer. But, uh, pretty yeah. good. Well, and, you know, people tend to avoid darker beers when it's hot or just in general. Some people are afraid of the darker hues. But, uh, yeah, this one definitely has a pretty dry finish. It's, uh, not as not nearly as sweet as the last one. It has more of kind of a balanced malt and slightly hoppy presence on the on the palate, but it's not like aggressive either way. Mm-mm. Um, it's crisp, crisp. You know, you want a lighter beer when you're at Oktoberfest. When we were there, I asked them if they had any Bud Light, but you know, they just said no. Nine actually is what they said. But. <laughs> they had nine different types of Bud Light. Nine, yes, nine. nine. We have nine. Oh, you have nine Bud Lights. Okay, cool. I'll take eight. Nine. <laughs> nine. Uh, I don't need that many. But yeah, pretty good. High wire. Good choice here. Yeah, Zirkus Fest. Zirkus Fest. Uh, I wonder what the Zirk Zirk. Oh, I mean Circus Fest, but like probably because they got a tightrope walker as their logo. Just riffing here, spitballing. Owen, what'd you think? He didn't protest. No, he didn't. Yeah, he's been pretty vocal when he doesn't like something, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Zirkus, Circus, so nice uh, nice Circus connection fest. you made there. But yeah, so if you're looking for something, I guess a little more, just like a typical lagery type beer, uh, you might find Fest beer is more favorable. This one, I think, is a good example of that, but, mm-hmm. you know. I also think it's a little more dry than, you know, a traditional lager as well. Yeah. Would we say that ABV was coming in at this one? This one clocks in at six percent. Oh, close, Elsie. And they have the Hallertau hops, which are a German noble hop, and twenty-five IBU. This one actually does mention that. So okay, but uh, it's right on the. It's just barely over their middle range of like a malt flavor so mm. it's like slightly over halfway so it's leaning towards malt malty beer but also uh low in hops which i'm getting a little more hot presence than maybe they're leading on to um having on their their can but yeah for sure and this like that six percent you know kind of clocks in where it should for a fest beer and that's one thing i think that's so dangerous about the fest beers at Oktoberfest. they're crisp drinkable beers but they're pretty high percent alcohol you know anywhere for like five eight to six three according mm-hmm. to uh bjcp and uh you know you drink a liter of six percent beer <laughs> yeah that's it's quite a bit those like one and a half percentages from uh you know like a bud light it really makes a difference when it's in that kind of volume so, oh yeah i yeah. mean you start adding on like multiples of beers yeah so but nice. yeah good option here so uh, one Mertzen down one fest beer down and are the rest of ours Fest beers. We've or? got one more Mertzen, one more Fest beer, and then the last one is is a Harvest Ale. All right, we're coming in with our third beer of the lineup this evening from Fun Guys Brewing Company, which actually Lauren and I went there not too long ago on my birthday. We went out. Lauren's making a face like she doesn't remember, but we did. It's across from like the mechanic shop place. Yeah. Um, Fun guys, good beers, lots of good beers. Um, but yeah, we've got a Mertzen style ale. 
Coming in at 6.2%. Another tall 6. boy here. 6.2% ABV. You know, I said Mertzen and it reminded me you were saying how you said Mertzen and somebody was like, oh, Marzen and or Marzen. And yeah. <laughs> that happened to me too. Did it? <laughs> yeah. And you were like, uh, okay, all right, cool. Yeah. I noticed that it's, it's like, I mean, unless you look it up. Yeah. It, it's used both ways. And I feel like even people in like trained brewing situations like still use marzen i don't know i'm not bold enough to call anybody out because it's yeah you know, if you don't use a traditional pronunciation that's fine that's i'm fine. bold i'm very bold like most people don't know it's actually called an indaya pale ale <laughs> indaya <laughs> i'm indaya need of this indaya need cracking of a beer you know it's a good crack when beer splashes all over the pop filter that's what the pop filter's for. It's to guard the microphone from getting wet. Ooh, nice. Thank you, sir. Now. So we're switching it back to Ameritzen. What do you say now? Well, I was going to say, this one has a lot of head retention. Well, I poured it pretty aggressively. <laughs> yeah, Nick was angry <laughs> when he poured it. I was trying to get it. that really nice audio of the, the beer pour. But mine, which I poured kind of modestly, I still have a decent ring of foam around my glass but color wise it's pretty similar to the Zirkus Fest. Yeah, it is. More of a slightly bit, darker. Slightly yeah, slightly more golden, but hazy. It does have a bit more hazy. It's a it, bit uh, hazy. Not, as clar- not as much clarity. Can't read, can't like, you know, how many fingers am I holding up? Can't really tell. Can't <laughs> can't tell. Uh, you might want to try check <laughs> yeah. that. Oh shoot, I wasn't even looking through the beer. <laughs> but yeah, definitely more foamy. Definitely a more rich malt aroma to it versus the more subdued Ooh. Fest beer. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Now, yeah, this is... Yeah, wait, it's so much different than the first beer that we had. Both yeah. being Meritsons. This one is a lot more drier finish. Mm-hmm. It's still, and it's got some hot bitterness, I think, that comes through, too. It's not just, like, sweet caramel flavor, which, I don't know, I tend to like this one a little bit better. Fast forward to the future here. We'll see where it, where it lies, not to reveal my rankings yet, but I think I, I like a little more of that dry finish. I think this is blends more between the first and the second one. It's kind of like a halfway point between them. Elsie, you got a look on your face. It's not my favorite. Hmm. I like yeah. it. I, I I like this one. I think. Um, I don't know if it's just for my glass. Maybe I didn't, I didn't rinse it out enough, but I'm getting like a bit of an aftertaste, and it's. It could just be that it's. That that dry finish that I wasn't expecting as much, but metallic. It's a like a, it, like a that's what I taste tap? on the huh. on the back end. Well, don't be tasting its back end. Um, but yeah, definitely drier finished beer. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess in my opinion, it's more of a mix of the, the last two that we've had. The aftertaste, I'm not picking up so much, but who knows? Maybe yeah. my retro nasal olfaction is not up to snuff. This, I think, would you know, be a great beer for pairing with food. Mm-hmm. That dryness, but also has that bready malt that's not... That not as sweet as the first one we had, um, 
the first one I think just being a touch sweeter, I'd be less inclined to pair it with as many offerings. Maybe mm-hmm. like some cheese or like a cheese yeah. beer cheese dip and a pretzel. This one I think would go pretzel, great with like yeah. some, some grilled be, meat. Give me a schnitzel. Schnitzel baby. Give me a schnitzel on Ooh. this beer and I'll be I'll be one happy happy lad. Any other thoughts, Lauren? I would say them for you. So we're about to even the score now, though. We've got two Meritsons down, one Fespier, and another Fespier on the way. Yeah. We've got the Fespier from Brewery Bavana. This one is also from Raleigh. Raleigh. But uh, they clocked this one in at 5.6% ABV, so touch lighter than the last couple we've had. I'm excited to taste this one because I think Brewbivana has some good beers that they make. Yeah. Just some like great tasting beer. And and they might be known a little bit more for their IPAs. They've you know, they've done some like cardamom stouts and some yeah. darker beers, some fig doubles and things like that. Some Belgian styles. But this one, you know, I've had a few of their Pilsners and they've had some really nice crisp Pilsners, some really crispy boys. Yeah. So they also got what yield with that session IPA. Mm, that's yeah. pretty tight. Oof. Um, very very good. Yeah, some good beers, but they're also known for their restaurant as well. Uh, Asian inspired food, delicious. We got to yeah. go there again sometime. It's it's rare you see a brewery that is like equally matched with their kitchen. Oh yeah, like their or their like menu is just extravagant. And I think in the Triangle area, they're probably almost known for. M- more for their restaurant than they <laughs> It's crazy. Yeah, like, the last time that Jen and I went there, we luckily snagged a spot at the bar, but the restaurant was like full, and it's just people like eating. Yeah, and it was late. It was like eight o'clock, I think, or seven thirty, eight o'clock. I was like, we just want a couple beers. Like, <laughs> yeah, I can't find anywhere yeah. to sit, and it was yeah. a a weeknight even. So, yeah. Without further ado, I will crack the fest beer from Brewery Bavana. All right. We got it. Darker. Similar to the first one, I think. Yes, this reminds me of Bojangles tea. <laughs> yeah, and this is, you know, a fest beer, so a little bit darker than you would typically see in a fest beer. Mm-hmm. One calling itself a fest beer, but... Yeah, usually more of a pale pale beer. But on the nose, it fits the part of a fest beer. has a really... Clean presence, a little bit of that noble hop peeking through, and overall, just like I know it's a, I know we said this before, but like smelling a beer that you're like, this is this must be a dry beer, like a yeah, you know, just kind of a light body, dry, crisp beer. It's not very humid sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> not nearly as humid as it's well, actually, it's not been too humid here lately. Yeah, it's been a little nice reprieve, except during it a just tropical smells, storm. <laughs> yeah, well, we got our moisture there. Sweeter flavor, for sure. Mm, yeah, quite sweet. Not as dry of a finish as the other ones. I like it. You like it? Mm-hmm. So I think it's definitely less crushable than the Zirkus Fest, but it's got more of a malty flavor that's a little bit, I think, plays a little nicer. Yeah, a little more depth, a little more complexity than the Zirkus Fest. Uh, but, yeah, I agree. Like, I wouldn't... I wouldn't think of this one as being the crusher that 
the Zirkus Fest was. Yeah. But good in its own right, it just has its own kind of stamp on no. the Fest beer style. And I don't think I talked about the foam on this one, but good persistent foam on this one. I think really the only one lagging on having some sort of head retention at all was the mason jar. But uh, nice color, pretty clear, a little tiny bit hazy, but pretty good beer, pretty uh, pretty drinkable. And it's funny, the biggest thing for me is how distinct all of these beers are from each other, you know, oh, yeah. especially the ones that are in the same exact style. You know, we got some Meritons, we got some Fest beers. Uh, and I think in the U.S. sometimes the the lines get blurred a lot <laughs> yeah, between so. Fest Beer and Meritzen. Because then sometimes you'll see like Fest Beer, Meritzen Ale, and you're like, well, what is it? <laughs> or just Oktoberfest. You're like, oh, I guess it's one of the, one of the two. Yeah. I don't know which one. But. It's like, did you brew a Meritzen in the Oktoberfest spirit or did you brew a Meritzen as a Fest Beer? Robin Thicke knows all about that. And his blurred lines. You were waiting. Lauren is pacing the room with a baby because he's being a little fussy, and she walked over with this grin on her face. <laughs> and I knew she was about that. to bust out something corny, and then she pulled that out. You pulled a silly joke like that. <laughs> I was like, "Does Robin sick no beer?" I was like, "Hang on a second. What? It took me a moment. That was good." Little known fact: Robin sick Cicerone. <laughs> Master Cicero, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like one of the like forty people in the world. <laughs> Blood lights. Yeah. So, any other notes? Interestingly, you talked a little bit about yeah, blurring the lines between the styles. The last one we have here, I kind of just assumed it was an Oktoberfest beer. You know, Meritzen Fest mm-hmm. beer. Some, like you said, a blurred line of that lagery Fest beer style, but. uh what we've got is Blacktoberfest, which is a collab beer with Dirtbag Ales and Proximity Brewing Company. Proximity is a startup brewery. It's going to be based in Durham, as I understand from their website. Hmm. And Dirtbag Ales, they're based in Fayetteville, or sorry, Hope Mills, which is a suburb of Fayetteville. But um, uh, but they have a collab beer here. This is part of this Blacktoberfest, I don't even call it like initiative or kind of just a more of a an organization but this is marketed as a harvest ale which it's not something i don't think we were super familiar with no but it seems like an just kind of a a moniker for a beer that's kind of ailed for the season yeah of fall um kind of meant to like signify yeah you know the harvest of maybe fresh hops or something well, that, and that's um, what I thought. Yeah, that, and that's what I saw when I was looking it up. There was, you know, the distinction between like, is it a, it's like a fall time beer, and then there was some that were like, oh, it's with the fresh hop harvest. So when the hops are harvested, so kind of, I guess both it could be, but we don't have a ton yeah. of fresh hop beers here, just because it's hard for the brewers to get fresh hops. You know, we talked about the North Carolina hops in that right. last, not last episode, but several episodes ago, and. uh we don't have a huge, robust climate for growing hops here. So usually when you think of uh, fresh hop beers, you're thinking Pacific Northwest, where they grow all them hops, baby. Yeah. Um, so and a little more about the Blacktoberfest beer. This is actually, according to the website, the fourth iteration. So in the past, they've done like a Merton-style lager, so... I'm assuming this will be pretty similar to that if they haven't changed the recipe too much. But the Blacktoberfest 
event, which they've got a, a Oktoberfest Masters event coming up in Durham in October on the 14th, where it's a Brewmasters and Pitmasters kind of collab event where there'll be some barbecue, some beer. So this beer is kind of a way to shepherd in that event. And they also have a, another event, sort of a sister event in St. Louis, which, you know, St. Louis, yeah, yeah. Missouri, known for barbecue, so makes sense. But interesting to see that collaboration. And also, they've done some in the past in Atlanta, it looks like. so. Okay. But, uh... Pitmasters, huh? It's nice to see that they're recognizing the metalheads, you know, really opening <laughs> yeah. up the pit. And master the pit. <laughs> but, uh, we'll go ahead and get this one poured up. <laughs> Splash Mountain over here with that. Who did with Shamu in that can? You got we got splashed. I am wearing the beer. And we now have the fifth and final beer. I can't believe we tried five beers so far. It didn't feel like it. Me neither. I think I'm gonna stumble home. <laughs> stumble. <laughs> if you can get it down the get down, make the stairs. down the stairs in one yeah. piece. They yeah. are treacherous. Yes, they yeah. are. We've already had one <laughs> incident. Yes, one incident here, but We'll make it none. Uh, yeah, this beer, lighter in color. We're going back. We're going back and forth with the, the SRMs on this. So we got another lighter beer. Um, almost one of the lightest of the bunch. I think the Zirkus was maybe the same color or just a touch lighter. Yeah. And it's got that clarity of the Zirkus Fest. Super clear. Nice head retention. Nice white, tight foam. White and tight. White and tight. Just like the foam is... Okay, weird. Do you get like a little gourd on the nose? Ooh, this is—is is this a pumpkiny beer? It does kind of remind me. Like, have you ever had like a yam beer, or, like a sweet potato beer? Mm. I guess they really could be pumpkin too. They're all kind of similar. Um, yams. Although you know, yams aren't gourds, but they have a, a similar vibe. Like, I feel like a lot of pumpkin beers use yam or sweet potato. In the malt, too, just because it's... Add some sugar. Yeah. But it's, yeah, pretty sweet, but it's not... Not sugary sweet, if that makes sense. No. It does have a drier finish. Like, it's got, like, of a, a more of a bitter finish. But it it is kind of sweet at first, but then it rounds out in a bitter way, I think. Wow. I like it. I mean... I'm surprised not really knowing what it was going to be. Um, it's got some depth, you know, it's, on the nose. It's like you said, it's got that kind of yammy or pumpkiny smell. But it's not like a pumpkin beer and doesn't smell any. right. Cause it doesn't have like the, you know, the adjuncts of the spices and things in there. But now I'm not getting it anymore. It was just on that initial smell. But now that I've had a sip, it's just kind of malt flavor yeah to me it almost seems like it could have been like a a pumpkin beer that didn't get pumpkin ties spiced up with uh you know all the other kind of i don't say frilly stuff but the you know the yeah. cinnamons and the they didn't just clove and dump 10 pounds of mccormick yeah pumpkin spice in there <laughs> <laughs> they didn't psl it they just yeah. kind of used the the actual flesh of the pumpkin yeah, so I went to the uh, I just went to the Black Brew Culture Instagram page. Um, it's their overarching brand that has spearheaded this event, the Blacktoberfest. They've worked with the the breweries to kind of collab and make this beer. 
So this is the fourth year they've done Blacktoberfest, but it's not a Meriton this year. It's a Harvest Ale as they're marketing it. Harvest and, um, Ale. Notably, they said it's got German Pills and Kerry Munich 3 malts. So hmm. still using a lot of like German ingredients, yeah. a lot of uh, German inspiration in the recipe for this beer. But they've uh, put in some Tetanager and Centennial hops, which don't see a ton of Centennial hops in like your your Oktoberfest brews. What was the first hop? Tetanager. Nanger. Tetanger. Tetanger. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. T e t t n a n g e r. The heck is that? Well, Tetanang is a town in Germany. So it is a German hop. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, so they're kind of like a noble, noble hop, but Centennial, yeah, interesting. But yeah, an interesting beer. Pretty, I mean, pretty tasty. I gotta say, I don't know how it fits in with these other beers, the Meritsons and the Fest beers, though. Yeah, I think it it kind of fits its own category here, as far as if we're comparing. We can't really line it up next to the other ones. But yeah. What's the ABV? Did we say BV? This one is a six percent, so it's right in that same range as these other ones. Okay. You know, the low fives to low twos. So I take it as a fest beer that they just took a little liberty with and we're like, let's make it our own. Let's make let's make something unique out of it. Yeah. And, you know, they can throw in some different hops in there, you know, introducing the centennial. Seems like the, the malts are, you know, traditional German malts. But, yeah, I mean, the flavor just comes out to be, I think, a little bit more complex than you might expect from traditional Meritsons and fast beers which tend to be a little bit cleaner maybe sweet slightly bready yeah some are really bready but this one it comes out to be like sweet and almost like it's not savory but I can't get over this idea that it like reminds me of like sweet potato fries or something it does have a little like yummy. meaty quality yeah. to it like uh I see what you're saying but yeah the centennial hop you can definitely taste it's Adds a unique like flair to it that I wasn't mm-hmm. expecting, and it does finish dry, but it's, mm-hmm. I mean, really nice. This would be like perfect fall beer. Oh um, yeah, I think that maybe that's why they're just like let's make a harvest yeah. ale. Let's make just a good. Yeah, we beer. don't need to make like an Oktoberfest. We yeah. can just do, you know, something that I think it'll. I think this will appeal to a lot of people as well. Yeah, I think so. Um, because it kind of, it almost wants to bridge that gap between the two seasonal favorites of like a pumpkin beer and like your Oktoberfest yeah. beers. Well, Pretty we've tried lineup. them all. We've tried them all. Should we declare a winner? I guess, well, the thing is that I think that's interesting. Like we we did this, we we did Oktoberfest and, and Meritzen, so it's, it's tough to compare them just like, you know, if we were looking at all the, you know, straight. Well, this is classified as a fest beer, you know, but I think overall favorites of the eve we can go over lc do you have your rankings before you want to wrap it up um which one did i give you the last little bit of fun guys yeah that was my least favorite (laughs) (laughs) so we got fun guys is number five number four um the mason jar Mm mm-hmm uh, I'm noticing that the Meritzen are at the end there. Yeah, Meritzen hater. Then <laughs> probably the High Wire. Mm-hmm. And then Brew Bavana. And I liked the Dirt Bag oh. collab. 
probably you're just a teenage yeah that contributed all right cool fair enough well good job lc all right get that whiny baby out of here he did well for a while he did a little he asked he just had it he just ready to eat again i think is what his deal is so all right all right nick what you got for your rankings let's get the votes in let's go this is a tough one i'm gonna put at number five the mason jar number four i'll put in as my fun guys i think three is actually gonna be the brew of brew bavana fest beer two is the black tober fest and the number one would be the zirkus fest Ooh, very close to what i'm about to say like almost we got one flipped so for me i'm going with mason jar as number five uh number four with fun guys Number three was going to be the Blacktoberfest for me. Number two, Brew Vivana, mm. but number one, Zirkus Fest. Okay. So High Wire Zirkus Fest coming in with, uh, you know, two. A lot of two points. Results, yeah. And where was it on LC's three ranking? Number three. LC's, okay. So pretty good average score there. Yeah. I think the Mason Jar thing for me was just, it was all malt, not really much hop at all, uh, and just, you know, little head that, so I don't know. Yeah, but I think that's the things I had going against it. And there's none that I disliked, and I, I I still don't think I've really had too many Oktoberfest brews that I've disliked. Yeah, um, I think that's the big disclaimer: is that none of them were bad. Yeah, yeah. But except for Elsie, didn't think the ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean she she just admittedly probably didn't like most no. Meritsons anyway. But yeah, um, I could see like with the fun guys, like it was just that. A little bit at the end, or I couldn't tell if it was just an off flavor, or um, I tried to I tried another sip of it, and so it did come in just before mm-hmm. the mason jar for me. But um, yeah, and as a sign, we drank all these out of straight up shaker pints. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to you know Matt Griffo and his page. Uh, he posted the other day on Instagram that he did kind of a little beer experiment where he tried out. A couple beers using several different style tasting glasses uh, and then, you know, tried to see what really the difference was between the different style glasses. And he said there was a noticeable difference, a minor difference, which is, you know, to be expected because the beer is still the beer. But the glassware does actually play a little bit of a role. So, yeah. Follow him if you want to check it out uh, on Instagram. Beer. Straight from the Griff. Oh, straight G-R- from the Griff. Yeah, straight from the Griff. G-R-I-F. But, uh. You know, fellow beer enthusiast, also doing some cool things as far as tasting experiments. He's big Meritson fan, so uh, spoiler alert: might be some things coming down your way, buddy. And uh, what do you think we should do? Elsie's pick to wrap up here. She did leave us with the beer. She did leave us an Elsie's pick. I'm I'm good to do it if you want to do it. All right, we, we did do... just try five beers. Yeah. <laughs> What's one? We more? didn't drink five whole beers. Yeah. Disclaimer: Please drink responsibly. Yeah. Good thing we had Elsie here to split it into thirds because yeah if two of us are split two and a half yeah you know beers yeah well we've, we've done four of them were six for uh four of them were 16 ounces it is not an Oktoberfest. we have that much information because we off the air did mention it and said how funny it would be and she said it's not so unless she's saying that just unless, to mess with us <laughs> to throw us off the trail <laughs> all right 
Well, let's see if we can successfully pull off a guess of Elsie's Pick of the Week. Elsie's Pick of the Week. All right, so let me make sure my glasses rinse, though. Yeah, me too. I've just stained it with all these lagers. <laughs> the heaviest of beers. All these caramel-colored multi-boys. All right, I will have to look so I can pour without spilling everywhere, but I'll keep Joe's eyes closed so he can do a full blind tasting. Perfect. I will stab my eyes out so I can do a full blind tasting. Wow, sounds like a lot of foam. Yeah, hopefully it gives you a little bit of help with the aroma. Was she messing with us? I gave him a nice bouquet. Is she messing with us? Is this another film? A film. Hmm. Does smell very clean. <laughs> it smells like a lager. Hmm. This is interesting. Apparently, this is going to be the all lager episode. Well, I guess we had a harvest ale. Yeah. You know, I will say I had a faint smell of, like, nuttiness. Oh, yeah. No, this is not a Merton. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to come through at all with the flavor, but I was like, is that, does that smell nutty? I, I'm trying to figure out what that is. Okay. Unless it is. I don't know. It's just like a caramel kind of a... It, it, it is very, like... Caramelly and like sugary. She's trying to mess with us. I don't know. There is another fest beer in the fridge down. Actually, there's two fest beers in the fridge downstairs. One that my brother brought, and then one that we picked up from Myrtle Beach. But she still does have the blinded six packs down there, so she could have just picked something. But it's weird. It's not like the other ones we've had, so I don't think it is. But it also like could be one of those loose interpretations again. It's just like a malty kind of a yeah, a little um, bit nutty like you're saying but and to clarify, I did pour the beer but the can is hidden inside of a frost buddy and so yeah, you can only see the very yeah, top of the a, can. Yeah, I can't see anything about the can other it's than all the color silver. of the beer. Yeah, the beer itself is light uh white head a little bit of persistent foam on it. Hmm. Okay, that last sip, like I actually think I got a little bit of that nuttiness and the flavor as well. It wasn't just on the nose that time. What is going on? Each drink is like different. I know, it is very different. Almost got like a cream ale kind of vibe from the last sip. Gosh, this is really messing with me. Is there more in in that thing? I finished my sample, <laughs> being perplexed. It's such a clear, clean-looking beer. A light golden yeah. color. Pretty persistent head. It 
does have, almost have like a corny, nutty finish at the end. Like, mm-hmm. hmm. which I didn't taste until just right now. Yeah, it's so weird. I don't know what's happening. Every single drink of this beer tastes different. It's like an say, everlasting gobstopper where, like, the longer you yeah. have it, it just keeps changing flavor. It's an everlasting gobstopper. Or no, it's like that gum in the way they launch uh, the first movie where oh. Violet keeps chewing the gum and it's like a full meal. Yeah. It just keeps changing flavor. Yeah, like a Thanksgiving meal or something. Violet Beauregard. I do think it's a lager. Yeah, me too. I think it's probably a... a I'm going to say a... Hmm. Pilsner. I wonder if it's an like a Czech Pils. I don't know. Problem is, though, I don't know if it's hitting where it's supposed to hit. All right, I'm going to try... Unless the old it's like technique. an American lager. I'm going to take a big gulp of it. Rather than a tiny sip. See if it brings back any chugging memories. It's just got a dry finish. Like, that makes me... That's what I'm thinking, like, check pills. Just because dry finish. But, like, the nutty, like... The malt bill doesn't scream yeah. that to me. But I will say, I've had... Or, maybe it's a... Hmm... Okay, here's, this is kind of out there, but I'm comparing it to a recent beer that I've had, and I'm wondering, it could be a Bohemian-style Pilsner. Oh. I haven't had too many Bohemian Pilsners, which are very similar to Czech Pilsners, but I don't know if that really fits with the descriptors we've listed so far, but... I also just want to say, I just hopped on Instagram, and I've seen... Two beer accounts with Taylor Swift memes <laughs> in a row. <laughs> She's so popular right now. Yeah. Hmm. Here, here's what we'll do. I'll go Bohemian style pill or yeah, Bohemian Pilsner. If you want to stick with Czech, I'll stick with maybe Czech. We'll see if one of us. I don't is think right. it is a Czech, but we'll find out. Just the malt throws me off on it. Yeah, see now that drink was like more nutty. Nut. All right. Well, okay. It's from Aviator Brewing Company. Okay. It is a Kolsch ale. Kolsch. What? Wait. Okay, interesting. How old is it, though? That's a real question. Well, it was canned on January 11th, so... Okay, so it's about eight months old. Getting to that point where you kind of want to start drinking that up. Yeah, so interesting. Um, but it's, you know... Well, Kolsch is, yeah, not really nutty. I guess sometimes Kolsch's can be a little bit like that corny flavor we were getting in some of the sips. I wonder if, yeah, if I wonder if that's just due to its age, because that's cream, like cream corn is kind of a an off, off flavor. flavor. Yeah. But yeah, Kolsch's usually are pretty subtle and not insanely. Right. Hmm. Interesting. Weird. Okay. Aviator, that was what, Three Bones by Aviator Brew yeah, Company Schools. I don't know if I've had that previously. 
I but, don't know either. I, I mean, mean, it wasn't bad. It just no, yeah, it just threw me off, and I would not have ever guessed cold. It kept evolving. <laughs> the flavor kept evolving. I couldn't. It really it, did. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I do think from like I don't think Kolsch's are a consistent style, which is so crazy because it should be. Yeah, it should be one of the most steadfast things. Like you order mm-hmm. a Kolsch, it should be pretty much the same anywhere you get it. Yeah, but if it's so many Kolsch's that are just so different. Yeah, um, I say Kolsch's. I mean, it fits in with the the German theme of the eat. Yeah. <laughs> that was one of my favorite parts of the trip, besides Oktoberfest itself, was going to Cologne, uh, aka Köln. That's what they call K O L N. Um, but yeah, you go to the different breweries and just get Kolsch served in the Stange, 0.2 liter little glasses, and they just keep uh, on bringing them. That must be just. And divine. they just mark it down. It's great. It's fantastic because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I had 10 beers, but it's like. <laughs> and they're all <laughs> just little very tiny small. ones. Yeah. 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 Uh, but super cool. Super subtle, super great beer. Probably one of my favorite stops in Germany. If I ever go back, definitely going to Cologne. Cool, cool. Run it back. Yep, exactly. But all right, well, cool. Well, we can't ask Elsie what she learned because she ran away with the fussy baby. But what'd you learn today, Nick? I learned that your baby is really fussy. <laughs> yeah. What no. the heck, baby? Yeah, you're three months old. Stop being fussy. No, I think um, I learned that I'm I'm not as big of like a, a Meritson stand as I thought it was <laughs> like I, I always thought like between a Meritson and a Fest beer that I would lean towards a Meritson more often mm-hmm. but today like my rankings of these beers I was actually favoring the the Fest beers more uh by a small margin I still like the Meritson's yeah. but um yeah I kind of learned that I either my palate's changing or I just need to keep experimenting and trying as many Oktoberfest brews as I can mm-hmm yeah, and I learned there's just a great variation between styles that people would consider generally very similar, you know, and even cross style, you know. Yeah. We saw how the Fest beers were different, saw how the Meritsons were different, and then that Harvest Ale thrown in there too. That was a completely different experience. So it's cool and just reinforces that I want to try whatever's out there. Yeah. And really get a flavor for it. But I mean, because there are some like static rules to mm-hmm. a beer style but yeah there's some leeway within those parameters and we've talked about that before it's you know that's where the brewmaster kind of gets to put mm-hmm. their personal flavor on things yeah it's um, where the craft and craft beer is right <laughs> i put the craft and craft beer <laughs> that's great but yeah so yeah if you enjoyed that episode let us know what your your thoughts are if you've had any of these beers you know give us a shout out what your rankings were uh, hit us up on Instagram at East Carolina Beer. Uh, we have a website, eastcarolinabeer.com. We are on Instagram and Facebook. Facebook's at East Carolina Beer and Brewing. Uh, if you want to send us a good old fashioned email, we're eastcarolinabeer at gmail.com. But yeah, hit us up. I think we're also on threads too. Same thing as Instagram threads. though, as, as you may know. Still kind of feeling that out. I don't I know. <laughs> I yeah, I haven't been on it in a little bit, but no. uh, I think it hasn't, I think it really hit quick, but then nothing really came of it, you know, but I still get notifications like regularly yeah. that like, oh, this person posted their first thread in a while. Yeah. We'll pop on there. But we'll yeah. gotta... Maybe I'll make a post tonight. Oktoberfest <laughs> or Marts and let us know. Let us know. But, uh, All right, well, that wraps us up for episode number 65. We'll see you in a couple weeks. Cheers. Cheers.